and welcome to this week's edition of the Comics Pals Reviews. We are primed and ready for New York Comic Con, but we couldn't leave you guys hanging without our review reviews from this week. So the crew this week is a returning Tyler. Yes, I didn't die in the jungles of Mexico. We're going to have to talk about that in just a moment. Okay. Uh, we've got Marco. <laughs> also returning and i also did not die from the towers of boxes that i have we will not be talking about that and uh <laughs> myself uh i wasn't gone and i didn't almost die so i feel left out but that's okay because the comics we are reading this week are all i need to keep me going uh now we're gonna be talking about four of this week's biggest books we've got the uh the new Spider-Man, Spider-Man 75, Spider-Man Beyond, I guess. Uh, we've got We Have Demons, which I can't show you because <laughs> it's on my computer. We're going to talk about that. Oh, we, well. Okay, all right, good. I want to talk about yeah. format uh, yeah. when we get to that, too. Uh, Swamp Thing, we've got Swamp Thing number eight. Yep, Swamp yep. Thing number eight. And Nice House, Nice House on the Lake number five. That's so cool. good stuff, big week. Before we talk about that, uh, Tyler, you have a good time getting married? Uh, I did. Yeah, it was fun. I cried a lot. It turns out I'm an, uh, actually an emotional person. <laughs> no, like my friends are like, yeah, you weren't even drinking yet. You were crying. I'm like, yeah, fucking no, man. Oh, it's so cute. A mess. Uh, but yeah, then I went to Mexico and I jumped into a, a cavern with like bats and stuff. Hmm. Wearing That's this cool. shirt. Oh, nice. I wore, my, I wore my Swamp Thing shirt as I yes. jumped into the green. Tyler. Yeah, like a, like a what like like i was like i was gonna say like a, like a fucking nerd that i am but you know, <laughs> everyone's like oh you know look at me in my nice bikini or look at me with like my abs I'm like i'm just gonna be the fat dude who wears a shirt in the pool except i'm in a a nice jungle river you know you represent it i did i did you is superman one of your favorite characters no no. Okay. Well, that's good but, because okay. good. I did. I so I zip lined in like a full body suit thing, and I like I'm like I gotta do the Superman pose. I got it. Not only. And not I only did the rock eyebrow. This is on my Instagram uh, at the Tyler Olson. If you guys want to check, go it check out, it but, out. Go check it out. Because uh, not only did you not resemble Superman, you also were no, not no. empowered by your closeness to the sun. Uh, during your vacation, no. you no, were the no, opposite no. of Superman. Um, yeah, no, I was. Uh, uh, I'm not built for the outdoors, Sean. The sun weakened. <laughs> you. Um, uh, yes, yes, because I got uh, sun poisoned. The the Puerto Rican side of me didn't help there either. Um, yeah, I mean, turns out the guy who does a, a comic book podcast is an indoor kid. Who would have Who would have fucking known that one? Wow, That's, fooled me. Real surprise there. No, well, no, no idea how to properly use sunscreen. You know, just totally, totally messed up. But it was fun. It was fun. Glad you had a good time. Uh, happy that you are married now. Hopefully, that means that your life will settle down and you will be here with us uh, going forward. For those of you who are also here with us that are listening, I want to let you guys know how you can support the show. First of all, like I mentioned, Comic-Con, we're going to be all over the place doing interviews, uh, showing you guys the show floor. So make sure you are following us 
on social media at the Comics Pals for all of our exploits. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we are going to have a blast, and hopefully we can share some of that with you, especially those of you who can't make the event. Uh, while you're thinking about us, leave us a follow, a rating, and a review wherever you're listening to us. If that happens to be YouTube, uh, that's, of course, youtube.com slash the Comics Pals. Leave us a subscription. It helps us out a lot. Uh, like the video, share it with your friends. All that stuff's free. Helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Listen to our main show, The Comics Files, which drops every single Monday, where we're talking about the characters you love and all the different places that you can find them and the news that surrounds them and the industry that they come from, which is comics. Speaking of comics, let's jump on to our first review of the day. We're going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 75. I could not figure out which cover to get. There How were many covers lot. were there? God, uh, Midtown Midtown was displaying like Midtown uh, doing a whole bunch of Spider-Man covers. No, no freaking way. Big shock. They were displaying like seven. And then when I paid, there were some that they had there as well behind the. uh, Wow. Yeah. So they had a lot of covers. Um, I mean, it's a it's a brand new day, one might say for uh sorry guys for spider-man um, <laughs> even you were like yeah maybe maybe that, that wasn't the best <laughs> that was a and, big time pun on your end yeah <laughs> i love it uh so this this is the the start of a whole new creative team and a whole new era for spider-man uh zeb wells wrote this issue and he's joined by patrick gleason on art uh marcio Menes on colors right on that one yeah thank you uh joe caramagna did the letters uh and uh there were some back matter issue or pages that were showing off i'm not even really sure what um (laughs) this whole format is different so before we actually talk about the issue spider-man's weekly now oh boy yikes again oh boy yeah when's the last time we had a weekly book it's it's been a while i i think a weekly comic book, yeah. uh, Batman Eternals, or one uh, of those, yeah. right? Yeah, it's been since COVID, though. I think this is like the first time they're like, Yeah, you yeah. can do a weekly again without yeah. delays. I would say so. Um, so what did you guys think about this fresh start for Spider Man? It didn't feel like a fresh start, it felt like <laughs> I can't. I, I want to know right. your take on this, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Harry died, I guess. That's a thing. Um, and now there's this corporation and Ben Riley, who I only casually know because of Onslaught. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Your knowledge of Ben Riley, infamously in one of the most well established Spider Man stories, the Clone Saga, comes from Onslaught? Yeah, yeah. It was a Is he the Spider Man during Onslaught? He is a Spider-Man. He is a Spider-Man okay. during, during right. Onslaught. And there's an attack that happens in the background. And that's the connection to Onslaught. And that's it. Sure, sure. Go okay. ahead. Keep, keep going. <laughs> and I, it was fine. I didn't, I couldn't find myself gripping onto anything. I, I was excited because I did like his characterization in the, the, that Spider-Man book. I'm forgetting who the writer was, but um, this wasn't anything for me to grasp onto with my limited knowledge of Ben. And uh, it felt very run of the mill. 
what what like um you've read like did you read spider-man life story is that one of the ones you you read yeah oh okay yeah no no no, i did not no okay um yeah this um is interesting i've read all of nick spencer's spider-man run okay i read the entirety of it uh the finale of it is interesting i don't know if i can spoil that on the show but let's not do that yeah it is other than what's in you know well, I mean, yeah, the big thing is that, you know, Harry dies and this is the the the, the fallout from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Zeb Wells, um, I remembered liking Zeb Wells a lot back when uh, Sean, I don't know if you know the the year when they did that rotating uh, team, like what they're doing now, um, where it was like it was was it Mark Wade, Dan Slott, Zeb Wells, on Spider-Man, right? Yeah, it was the big yeah, time era. That was big yeah. time. That was, yeah. uh, gosh, that was, wasn't that right after, um, wasn't it was that, right after, um, yeah, that was right after Straczynski's run, right? Yeah, it should have been right yeah. after Civil War, I yeah, would that, say. That was like yeah. 2000, uh, 2008, 2000. That's a, that's a while ago now. Yeah, like, that's yeah. insane. Um, that's like when I first started picking up comics, but. But the the shed arc of that, which is a um, oh man, it's the lizard story back yeah. when it was the gauntlet. Um, I don't know how I remember all this shit in my head. This is like <laughs> I, I love the gauntlet. Um, shed was fantastic. That was by Zeb Wells. Um, so I know this dude's got the chops for this. I I you know I love Zeb Wells as a Spider-Man writer, but I, I agree with Marco. There there's too much uh, baggage to this. I guess mm. like. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just so tired of the um, non-Peter Spider-Man stories. Like, is it is it the worst thing to have him be happy? Like, is it the worst thing to want just like a good swashbuckling Peter Parker Spider-Man story? Um, instead, he almost dies in this. Um, it's it's interesting because yeah. reading um, coming off of our book club for Maxim Carnage, like we we also see this this like dilemma with him and mary jane it's only a small interaction but it's the same issue and it's been i guess permeating through this book since the 90s of well spider-man has you know he's on call he's always on duty he doesn't have time for mj i'm like wow okay i've seen this before and i've and it's from a book from 30 years ago yeah i I think comics yeah people have also (laughs) said like i don't i don't think they want peter and mj together in, in marriage i think sad um, yeah um so story is all right i will say i really enjoy patrick gleason yeah he's yeah. great i'm he's a, excellent i'm a big patrick gleason fan um i think did. the colors here though affects the art a little bit because yeah. Yeah. um I, I definitely remember his work on like superman stuff on um son of batman uh the robin thing I, yep. that was amazing work but i think here the colors come off a bit shiny and I feel like that's very Marvel sort of house style situation. Exactly um, what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah, it worked, but I, I, I've seen better. It was a little more like a, like it, it, it the stylization that I think he kind of grew into at DC is kind of uh, dialed back a bit here. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and I just think it's a little more. I think house style is the right way of describing it, but I had no issue with it. I really enjoyed it. Same. I, I really liked this, actually. I had a lot of fun with this issue, and I did not expect that I would. Um, first of all, I'm not the biggest Patrick Gleason fan, um, but 
it, man, this is this is high quality stuff. I thought he he really shined. There were some moments in this that were like Spider Man moments that I was like, man, I haven't seen this in a while. You know, I haven't seen Spider Man look this cool. Um, like this one right here, I'm holding it up for you guys on YouTube. Uh, I thought that was amazing. That was his page. Uh, yeah, I love a Spider Man with the big eyes. You know, yep. Like like yep. for me, a lot of my formative you know, memories for like Spider-Man and like just Marvel in general or Marvel versus Capcom. And like, that's that era of Spider-Man I feel has those like big eyes. So yeah. uh, down to see it in comics. And then I got to shout out this one as well. This panel that I'm uh, pointing toward where Ooh. Spider-Man's like kind of small and, you know, perched over. I think, I just think that Patrick really understands uh, what we're here for. He, he, he understands the assignment. Um, from a visual perspective and, and he delivered on that so i'm super excited to see patrick stick with this uh with this character and see what he can contribute and then story-wise i'm i haven't read much zeb wells like i forgot that zeb wells was on that spider-man run 10 years ago um and other than uh hellions i think zeb is writing right now i haven't read much that i can think of from him so this was a a, a pleasant surprise i thought this was a very good script I think Zeb came back in nonstop Spider-Man. That was okay. last last year. That yeah, was I skipped that one. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Just got canceled, actually. Yeah, because he got he got the call up, I guess, yeah. to the main book. So, uh, do you have any uh, clarifications? Because I know I know Kelly Thompson will be writing some Spider-Man as well. Is it? Are they switching off weekly, or are the teams switching off arc? I am pretty sure that it's weekly, but I could be wrong. Okay. I I think these like backstories, uh, I feel like those are teases for the stories that we're gonna be seeing from those creators. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean the Kafka backup is also written by Zeb Wells. And I don't know about the uh oh, okay. Kelly Thompson wrote the um the Misty Knight uh, and Colleen Wing story. Yeah. So, and then Jam okay, the I just did the yeah. Riley one. <clears throat> I figured um, these were just ways of introducing the the expanded cast without having to actually. Yeah. That could also be um, what what's going on. It's it's an interesting situation, uh, but focusing on the story, you know, I don't care about Ben Riley. I have no attachment to that character, but. Um, introducing him as kind of a foil for Peter, uh, an antagonist who's kind of a friend, but kind of not like, you know, stay out of my way type of situation. Sure. Fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, and obviously there's more than meets the eye with this beyond corporation. I like the idea of Spider-Man as the small character up against the evil empire or whatever. I think that's going to allow for a lot of drama, um, especially assuming they have some way to control or utilize supervillains for whatever their aims are. I just think this can get real good real fast. Um, and the cool yeah. thing about a weekly is it, it's it, it, its strength is also its weakness. Um, if you don't like an arc, it'll be over quick. <laughs> That's um, true. So, yeah. I will say, I, I like, I'm kind of interested in Mary Jane being back in the fold, I assume, as uh, Peter's love interest again. Yeah. Because uh, I, I didn't read the Nick Spencer one. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. But at the same time, I'm like, man, they did the will they won't they for for 10 years for over 10 years. And now I don't care. 
that's the point that I'm at with this. So I don't know. Um, shout out to Janine. Cause uh, that's basically just Mary Jane, but for Ben Riley, <laughs> they they are clones of each other, so they have the same taste in women, I guess. Oh, I thought you were gonna say she was. Oh also no, no, a clone. no, no! The clone saga was not that bad shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like how they gave her a haircut too, just to differentiate her. Like, oh, like the Bob <laughs> Thank cut. goodness. Like, oh, yeah. Thank they did that for Marco. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Marvel. Um, Caucasian blindness, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they're going to take things with the poison aspect. Spider-Man's like got radiation all in him now or whatever. Uh, hopefully they're not taking Peter off the board. That would be really disappointing. And that's what they have teased. Um, but I can't see that being the road they go down. It wouldn't. It doesn't seem like it would make sense based on how this issue lays things out. I mean, it's weekly, so we're going to talk about it every week now, right? No. <laughs> No, uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I didn't yeah. know that is not something I want to do. Yeah, been there. Don't want to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's that's a good way to end the conversation because yeah. it doesn't seem like we have much to say about this. I liked it. I would say pull it. It's a it's a you know, um, I, I would I would say it was a brand new day, but I'm not going to do that again. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's uh, I think it's a good jumping on point. If you want Peter Parker Spider-Man story, pick it up. I think it's fine. Um, I would say I would say pull it. I mean, I'm a, I'm an idiot. Where like I I have not not read Amazing Spider-Man since what we talked about, Sean. Since wow. since I have read every issue since. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's the one. Like, is it the one book that I just can't drop? Mm. It's we all have that one. Yeah, I know. Spider-Man's it for me. So I will be reading it uh, or hate reading it. I've been there too. So we'll, we'll see. But I'm excited for the Kelly Thompson stuff. I really like Kelly Thompson. So trade weight. That's reasonable too. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Especially because it's weekly. Yeah, yeah you'll I'll, get a trade uh, in a month. A you know? Yeah, <laughs> they're going to pump those trades out like crazy. Give it a second, um, hear what the buzz is, and then jump in. Yeah, fair and enough. It'll definitely be a new trade out right in time for the movie. You'll, you'll be good. <laughs> Let's talk about we have demons. Number oh one. Oh boy. So uh, this is the new. This is the first book uh, from Scott Tober that we're getting. Uh, Scott Tober is what comicsology is, is it really called. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how they're promoting it. It's yep. absolutely Scott hilarious. Tober. Uh, so this is the first book it's that we're getting. Good marketing, Sean. Whatever you say, Marco. Uh, this is the first book we're getting out of that. Uh, Scott Snyder, uh, Greg Capullo, they're back together. That's cool. Uh, Jonathan Glapion, uh, Dave McCag, McCag, uh, and it's Edward McCag. Is it McCag? Could be yeah, McCag. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, Dave. Hopefully, I got it right. If I didn't. I apologize. We'll add uh, you're going to have to commit seppuku now, actually. It's probably McCaig. Yeah. It's probably McCaig. Yeah. Uh, t- and then Tom Napolitano. So very, very good creative team. Um, we do have to talk first, of course, about the fact that this is a- on Comixology. How did I read it? How did you read it? Yeah. Well, I got a subscription to Comixology. Yeah, boy! Woo! All right, so... Well, you read this on your computer, though, right? Like, you don't read it on like on like a tablet or. Nope. 
right like that um is this the first one you've had to read like you've been forced to read no um, on your okay but this I is guess the, the infinity first comics too so. yeah yeah um this is the first time that i've had a subscription to comiXology i got the free trial but i don't know that i'm going to keep it this was not an engaging experience because of that uh, I found that it just took away from my ability to like fully in- immerse myself in the story. Um, not being able to flip the page was frustrating physically. For me. Yeah. Physically, yeah. yeah. Um, no smell. No I know that smell. sounds weird, but that's like a, that's a big deal, deal for Please. me. Yeah, dude. I buy comics every single week. I I know about the smell. I'm into yeah. the smell. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm into it. I need all that. And this this didn't deliver those experiences. Hmm. Um, but I did enjoy the book for what it was. Um, Tyler, what about you? So I, I think I mentioned on the show before, but I hate comiXology um, mm. on iOS. I hate comiXology on iOS because yeah. of Apple's uh, refusal to allow apps to allow purchases for other stores within the app itself. So like comiXology, you have to go to the website, make your purchase there, and then it will sync to your thing. But and you have to go to like Amazon's website to do it. It's weird. So I had to go on Amazon and I found it. It's like, oh, you can read this for free on Amazon with my Amazon Prime subscription. Um, but I couldn't read it in the Comixology app. So I had to then download the Kindle app. Yes. And then tell Amazon, hey, send this to my Kindle, which was my iPad. And then I got it on there. So it was a pain in the ass. Um, the last consolidate time I, this yeah. somehow so like it's it, just it's not user friendly at all i work it like i'm i'm i can handle myself with this it's just dumb so um, it annoyed me so this month they are actually switching over from comiXology and it's moving into the amazon stack so it will only be available either via amazon kindle or um they're going to keep the comiXology app alive but you'll only be able to purchase through an amazon landing page moving forward Hopefully it's more straightforward. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this whole comicology thing's been like this for a while though. So um we'll, we'll see. I did not have to subscribe to the to comicology though, which was nice. You you didn't? Well, we I gotta didn't. talk because yeah. I do you have Amazon Prime because you can yeah. get it if you have Amazon Prime, but you I can do. Only get it on Kindle, not comicsology. This is what, what that we're was the issue. Yeah. The last time I tried to read a book for the show that I couldn't get physically, um I tried to do what you're what you described and I was like I got to get a Kindle I got it what the I'm just trying to read a four dollar comic book like what yeah. is this craziness so I I didn't and then when I tried to get this I was like wait I have Amazon Prime I thought I could read it for free but it said no I got to download I, I got to get a subscription so I thought my head was going to explode but I was like you know what it's a free trial I'm canceling this shit after I never want to do this again but I'm here will you cancel it yes <laughs> You know why? The amount of times I've said that to myself. Those are those are famous last words. Oh yeah, I'll cancel it in time. You know why I'm gonna cancel it? Because I'm staring at my screen right now, and I have the wheel that's telling me that the page is loading, and I can't see the comic. That's why. Oh, I'm going that's to, yeah. That's not yeah. Good. That's why I'm canceling um, because this is technology is getting in the way of me consuming art, and for me, those things don't go together. I don't like that. Yeah. The book itself was fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 We get to the, to the meat of it. I like the, I like the issue. Oh, it was fun. 
um, hated the experience. But so this this issue, and it's something about the way that Scott writes, but he's got a way of bringing you into the fold of what's happening that doesn't ever leave me like lost. I never feel like I'm on the outside looking in. Yeah. I really appreciate that about the way that Scott writes. And I think it's pretty true throughout all his work. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was a part of this, like the way that like I, I got connected to the characters really easily. I fell into the world and I was just, I was on board the entire time. I thought this was fantastic. He's, he's very good at the first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because he's done how many <laughs> since right. Batman? This dude, you know, spews them out. Um, but, but like, yeah, I thought this was a very, very fun first issue. Um, it, it's, it's a simple premise. It seems to be uh, Demon Hunters, not uh, it's Demon Slayer, the manga. Okay, it's different. Um, <laughs> But it, it's it's you know it, it's got like a b- bit of a, a raunchier Buffy uh, tone to it. Sure. Um, we'll, we'll see if we get more of an expanded cast. But you know, there's it's interesting. I, I really like um, Capullo. This was giving me kind of vibes from what he worked on Spawn, mm, um, especially okay. with the way that the panels were laid out on one side, where the narration was on the other side of the page. Yeah. Uh, remind me of those like um, issues of Spawn where it's like mostly just talking heads on a TV, but it actually works here because there's a competent writer doing it. Um, yeah, I'm so happy I don't have to do those Spawn reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I enjoy this. I, 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 there is Snyder has a kind of voice that I really enjoy. So um, whether or not I'll keep reading it depends on whether or not um, Amazon or Comixology or Kindle or whatever the hell I'm going to be reading it on um, wants to make this easier and can remind me because I feel like that's going to be an issue for me too. It's reminding me that it's on this because now it's not on my Comixology app. It's on my Kindle. So mm, yeah. um, I'm sure you guys will remind me, but um, the book itself, I did like. I, hmm, I agree that it, it brings you into the fold pretty quick. Um, but I didn't find myself interested by the concept. Um, I've, you know, it's your, it's, uh, you pass down demon hunting now and you have to learn the ropes of it. Like, All right. I, I, I get it. And I don't know that it's immediately interesting for me. And actually something about Capullo's art, like I'm into it, but I think like I've been reading, um, Noctera mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm getting my dose of Capullo and I don't need another Capullo art book if I'm not interested in the... T- Tony Daniels? Capullo's not on that book. Oh, is it Tony, Tony Daniels? Daniels? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Um, I guess you're getting your Snyder fix, though. Yeah, I guess I'm getting my Snyder fix, yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not craving another story from him. I think the writing is very... Not similar, but... Well... I think the the writing has similar beats in terms of the way it sets up issues and it, it delivers issues. It's fair. And I'm I'm getting that elsewhere right now, so I'm not interested in jumping into a new world because I feel like I I have to get a little invested into a, a Snyder book, and uh, I don't want to put in the work at the moment. Like I'm I'm catching up with so many books, and I'm just like yeah, I'm, I'm I can put this one to the side. I feel like. 
you'll have a couple more opportunities to get invested in Snyder books coming up. So <laughs> October, man. Fair enough. I, I did find this book was goofier than I expected. Hmm. Um, I, I really, I don't really know what I, what I was expecting. I was expecting more horror. I think same. Um, just based on the pitch and the cover. Um, but this was kind of goofy and quippy. Not to say I didn't like it. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't what I expected. So I mean, maybe just food for thought on uh, people going into this. You know, with as little info as possible. I think that's that's definitely worth pointing out. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that this issue is kind of a slow burn. It's really, really about um, bringing you into the fold of what's happening and making sure that you have a clear understanding, which I kind of appreciate Scott just front loading all of that exposition because this book is exposition to comic. Um, <laughs> but it gives me hope that future issues will be able to just get past all that and tell whatever the story is. Um, and I like the fact that once we get past all the exposition, it kind of feels like we're we're put into an open area, you know, like in a video game that's like, um, you know, like the Spider-Man game after you do the first mission, you can kind of go wherever you want. Like, I want that open world experience here where it doesn't feel like, oh, there's this big quest that we have to go on and it's on rails like i want them to just be killing demons all the time without a specific end point in mind if that makes sense i think i know what you mean yeah i think we can get that by issue five possibly you know mm -hmm. yeah but right now i think we need to set up the stakes set up the cast we only got like two yeah. people two maybe three people so um Which but is i cool. think i I think what I'm also excited for is to see what kind of crazy shit Capullo can come up with with demons yeah. in general. Like, I'm sure he can have some fun there, especially after after what's that skeleton guy from his Batman run? That was really creepy. Um, uh, Mr. Well, Mr. Bloom was a great character. Oh, but, um, God, I love Mr. Bloom. Yeah, yeah, I love uh, Mr. Bloom. When Capullo can cut loose, it, it, it gets fun. Dude, I thought even the demons here were pretty, pretty yeah. cool looking. And that, mm -hmm. and that was basic like these are the first demons we have seen so i'm sure it's gonna get wild yeah um yeah so i i say if you're willing to go through the hoops and there are hoops that it would take to <laughs> read the book um you will have a good time i think uh i think it's worth reading yeah and i would say if you have amazon prime just download the kindle app on an ipad iphone and i think it was even on the main page of kindle so once I figured out how to do it, um, it seems pretty straightforward to get it, you know, for, you know, what I'm paying for Amazon Prime. Sure. Because um, it's not free, but it's sort of free, you know. So uh, that's how I trick myself into buying a Prime subscription every year. Like, oh, I get free <laughs> things with it. It's not free. Um, yeah, no, if you can go through the hoops, it, it's it's a pretty fun read. So, yeah. Do we get one every week now going going forward for the rest of the month with for Scott Tober? A Scott Tober book, but not not like we have demons too won't be out yeah no month, we get but... um the the um manipul one next week i think hmm. and then there's the i think the not... rest are spaced out after that yeah i think there's that war one after it and i think the rest of them are spaced out yeah the war yeah. one with um not franco villa i think is so it... actually oh, yeah it, it was okay. that war tv okay. one uh, movie one yeah so at least that that's what's on the the kindle um, homepage you can like yeah. pre-download them so okay uh well that's pretty exciting uh we'll we'll we may or may not 
through the rest of Scotttober, uh, depending on how long or whether I can figure out. I will how to not get call it Scotttober. <laughs> we we will not any longer use the phrase. We're putting a moratorium on the phrase Scotttober. Inktober is fine. I, I'm a fan <laughs> of Inktober. I love seeing all the Inktober stuff on 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 the on Twitter and Instagram when it's working, but I will not be a part of Scotttober. What about P- uh, what about Cocktober? I mean, Peacocktober. P- <laughs> what? You haven't heard about is that, that? Is that a, an ad for the Peacock streaming? That's platform? a real thing. Is it, is, is it for what I just mentioned? Yeah, for the, for the streaming service. And they're, oh, they're like boy. doing their horror books and or not their books, but their the horror shows and movies and things. Are they yeah. calling it Peacocktober or just Cocktober? Peacocktober. All right, Cocktober is something else. Yeah. Cocktober is absolutely something else, <laughs> and that's not. I mean, frankly, neither one of them are the subject of this podcast. Yeah. What about yeah. Swamptober? Swamp. Uh, would October no? be? I guess October would be a good month for swamping. How about a good Marco. month for Swamp Thing? Ooh, look at that not green cover. I know, I know. I didn't want to get the... I had to pay a dollar more for the other cover. Like, oh, the variant's that. not good. Isn't that the guy who, like, swipes shit? Um, the... Well, I won't get into it. I won't get into it, but... All right. Um, uh, yeah, Swamp Thing. Let me... Uh, ooh, I, I got my mood ooh, lights on here. Look at yeah. you with the green lights. I like that. You got the green lights. You got the, the shirt. You uh, got the Swamp Ass. It's great. I got all, I got all three. <laughs> Trifactor right now. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be turning green soon from that fucking poison you got. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I might I might still have some like weird microbes on the shirt from being in like in like a like a river where I they were like oh the, it's like what 100 feet deep. I'm like well, how this is a jungle? Where the fuck did you just tell me to jump into? Oh my god, what was it called, man? Post sun. Uh, it was post sun aloe. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> You need help from the green. All of my, all of the, all of the uh, fairer skinned listeners will understand. All right, probably the Irish side won in that situation. Uh, Oh my god, lost. So this is, uh, this is issue something, not me. (laughs) Ram V, of course, is the writer. Mike Perkins on art. Mike Spicer did the colors, and Aditya Bidikar did the letters. Um, this is the last issue of the Suicide Squad uh, crossover. I think this was really good. Yeah, it's yeah. good because it was barely any Suicide Squad in it. <laughs> it's very tangentially related to Suicide Squad, which was, I, I was perfectly fine with. Thank goodness, because uh, I was tired of them. One more swap. That's true. Yeah, I'm not a big Peacemaker fan, as the Peacemaker ad on, on uh, TV just came on for me. So that's hilarious. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Th- this was this was fun. It's your you know you got a monster of the week sort of situation battle, um, which was pretty cool. But I, I I as always I love Ram's script. You know he he I feel like he really understands the the introspection on a lot of what uh, a lot of what Swamp Thing's dialogue usually is. He's he's thinking as he's doing things. He's uh, he's he's saying 
you're saying what's going on on the page, but you're adding to it by describing things that are tangentially related to it. Um, you know, the, the, the one here where there's this really cool kind of like background page. Um, I just pulled it up, but uh, where it's like a larger. Oh, when um, he's fighting parasite. Yeah. He's fighting parasite and like all the panels in the background and he just starts the creature attacks grasping thorns rend and pierce. I can sense the same power of the green flowing through it. Like, yeah, you can see that on the page, but I think he's writing it in a way where it still adds to it. And you're not just kind of like, Oh, he punched the dude. I, I also like how, even though we hit, this is a suicide squad crossover. I'm, I'm using air quotes on that one. Um, he's used the characters to kind of represent parts of swamp thing in a way yeah. like it, it was it was heat wave originally which you know then you have the fire fighting against the green you know it, it's talking about you know things spreading like that or um uh, asa i don't know what her is it night awesome. night nurse or something like that night nurse that's that's marvel actually <laughs> or, or or parasite here it's it's used as as the idea of you know becoming this monster that's you know you know being controlled by this thing um and the one page of parasites origin had me literally literally cracking up in this because i did <laughs> not expect to see how parasite became parasite was because he he dropped a donut on the floor as a guy was <laughs> showing radioactive goo got goo on his donut and ate it and that's how it became parasite i don't know if that's really his origin but it should be going forward um I really enjoyed that. And, and, and it was like a weird moment of levity and like a really serious issue that dealt with, you know, uh, Levi kind of um, coming to terms with the duality of man versus monster. Um, and then his brother showing up, which kind of came out of nowhere, I feel, <laughs> um, as like this this new big bad for him in a way. So that was a gripe um, I had because it, it, it did feel like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was no preamble to it where you see the setup with his grandfather or his father and you, you understand that there's like a dynamic, but then he comes out and he's all decked out and he has also green related powers, but I think also fire powers and it, it wasn't very well defined. Um, cool that we're kind of moving on, but I think there could have been a, a better transition into the next sort of villain. And considering we have two issues left because it's only 10 issues, um, I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to wrap it up because it feels like the ending might be a little bit rushed with this kind of detour. I I think this is what the ending is coming to. Like, I think uh, I think we were ready for a, an, uh, an interaction with his brother. I did not expect his brother to be this. Um, mm. And I think that's what it was building up to. I think the fact that he's just... Uh, is he controlling the green? Is he like forcing the green to to work for him? I, I thought that was a little obtuse. It, it wasn't um, clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if that's the case, I'm interested. Um, because it's essentially the opposite of the parliament that's giving you something. He's taking the power. Um, and then, then that that leads to a, a good story that could be happening in the final two issues. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm still sold on the series. I really like it. I'm yeah. really interested. I mean, it's only two issues. If you're reading this already, just freaking finish the book the book it's gonna be great and we already got know there's a second season coming eventually so yep i 
I had mixed feelings about the brother because on the one hand, I like that now he has a a personal an enemy to fight who's personal for him. Uh, yeah. I think it's great when you can give that to your main character. Um, and then, like you guys said, we were always going to see his brother at some point, you know, and see what he's up to. And it wasn't going to be good for Swamp Thing. Um, but this presents a different like a different aspect, I guess, of the green. Like he's saying, which is something that the book has been about, that the green is learning and teaching all the time. Right. And that the green understands human experience by us experiencing on it and through it. And he's saying, I'm teaching the green another way. The green has always chosen its avatars based on a certain set of logic. And I'm saying it can be different than that. I'm saying that the world runs on something other than what you think it does. And that's a challenge to the ideology that Levi has, which is really interesting because him and his brother have always been on the on, on opposite ends of, you know, the spectrum, I guess. And I'm excited to see how that manifests. I don't actually think that this was saying like, okay, the end game for season one is this confrontation and that's it. Because now that we know that season two is coming, I kind of think they're just going to continue the story and mm -hmm. not leave us with some like, you know, rushed finish they can leave us with a cliffhanger too yeah i think they can yeah. easily leave us with a cliffhanger this does not that would be result. that would that would explain the season then exactly you know? also seasons for swamp thing really <laughs> <laughs> i like that um i okay. liked peacemaker sorry go ahead marco uh sorry you can finish i i was just gonna say i, I liked peacemaker you know he's a nutcase i liked it you know his idea of peace is so extreme that he would even throw himself at Swamp Thing just to achieve, quote unquote, peace. Um, I'm excited to see the show and this this uh, his appearance during this series kind of weirdly made me more excited. Oh, that's cool. All right. I mean, that's effective then. Yeah. The. Um, he was. He was fine. I, I don't have any strong feelings about him. I don't know him. I the the movie I think sold me more. John Cena sold me more on the role than anything else, honestly. So I'm got a I'd mark over here. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and um yeah, I'm I'm down for it. But I, I think one of the, the things that I really found interesting throughout this series has been how Rams keeps tying these these monsters and the villains and these interactions back to memory and how the mem your your memory affects who you grow to be and who you uh who you ultimately as you review like reflect how you can change those things so the first villain was the that um, like, like cowboy zombie thing and that was like the memory of the uh, what was it? The memory of the mines or something like that. I'm forgetting. Then there was the memory of the the bomb. Mm. Then we had the the memory with um, the fire dude. I'm forgetting his name. And now we have this memory with Parasite. And and all that's been permeating throughout. And I think he's been trying to say something with that. 
uh, I think uh, I'm sc- I'm scrolling through where it's the the five panels, this bigger page where he's going through. Do you see now, Rudy Jones? There's power that wraps itself around pain and loss and regret. It warps us into mangled shapes, changing us beyond recognition. Such strange ideas are born of turmoil and strife, but we can still be human, Rudy Rudy Jones and Levi Kamai. This is what he was trying to tell me. This is what I took from the memory of the green. And all that permeates through really like if you can hold on to who you are, you don't have to become the monster or the villain or the the bad guy. You can you can break through that with your own um with your own personality, with your own strength and with your your capacity to uh, analyze what you're feeling retroactively. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's great. And I love how that ties into the way that Ram is describing the way that the green learns. Um, so it makes, who I guess his name is Hedera now, it <laughs> makes him a perfect enemy for Swamp Thing. And I, I can't wait to see where that goes. This book is just fire. Le- I- Levi's got his own Anton now, so... Mm. No. <laughs> mm. we'll, quick, we'll see do we know who that guy is supposed to be at the end am i like blanking or oh it's oh. the guy who owns the um the company that he worked for yeah prescott yeah oh thanks cool okay yep. i had to look it up too i was like oh uh, the way it zoomed in on the guy's face it's like oh i should recognize the face when it's really the name i needed to pay attention to so right yeah. fair enough um all right well let's uh let's get into this last book nice house on the lake uh issue five james tinian alvaro martinez bueno jordi belair uh you know we all we have sung the praises of this creative team non-stop throughout the last four issues i think uh if you are not sure how you feel about this series you will know by the time this arc is done one way or the other. Yeah. Because every issue, whether you like it or not, has basically been the same. And this is what this story is right now. I would disagree about it being the same because I think we finally got something here. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was traction. Yeah. Which I think that was my gripe previously was that we were kind of just slogging along and now I feel like we actually get somewhere. We're, we're, instead of it just being a, a really multi-issue long bottle episode, they're moving outside of the house. You know, they're exploring a bit as a group, uh, which is helping me recognize who is who now. Like, I think that was one of my main issues. Like, I'm finally learning who people are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, actually, I might even be recognizing some of the icons now. Oh, so wow. um, let, me, let, me, let me explain what I meant. Yeah, because yeah. You're, you're right, too. Uh, what I'm saying is that it's very likely that this series will follow a similar trajectory to Lost, at least based on how it seems it's going right now. Things will start small. We'll get introduced to the characters, figure out their likes and dislikes, blah, blah, blah. Then we're going to figure out, oh, there's more to this place than we realize. And these are the keys to getting what we want out of this situation. And yada, yada, yada. The cadence of the book, where we're focused on this group of characters, 
there's going to be mystery. There's going to be intrigue stuff that happened to them in the past is going to have meaning now for what's happening to them currently. All that's going to be what this story is. And it's probably not going to deviate too far from the formula that we're seeing now, even if things will happen. So I'm not really talking about whether things are happening or not. I'm talking about the way that they happen and how we learn things. This is probably the book. Yeah. If you don't like that, it's time to go. Fair. I think there's there's real good character work too. Like I, I, think. I agree. Uh, yeah. 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 I think it's I great. Like, and with your your lost reference, I feel like we finally found the hatch uh, with, yeah. with this issue. So <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's nice. It's it's nice to know I still remember Lost. <laughs> um, I I binged it in a month in time for the finale, and then. Never binge another show again. <laughs> I did a similar thing, but I didn't finish. So I got through like the first two seasons and then I went on to watch the finale anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, and I, I'm trying not to make it like um, affect my enjoyment of this book, mm. but like, I just get the sneaking suspicion. Like it's, we're not going to get an end. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm putting my mental investment into remembering who all these people are and character dynamics. And once it goes on that break, it's not coming back. Uh, not for a while. Well, not for a while. I think that's going to be the issue is because like, all right, well, I'm absolutely going to forget. I'm going to forget what happened. Like I, I'm going to have to reread five issues because it's all been in one moment leading up to this issue and then whatever the yeah. next issue is. And I think that's a little frustrating because now, now that we're in this, the start of what feels like a rhythm, the next issue is going to continue yep. that and then that's it um yep that's exactly no, how i feel there's nothing more and that's frustrating because i've been enjoying i've been enjoying this every issue of this it, it feels like i'm learning an instrument and then uh, that instrument's gonna be taken away from me i'm not gonna remember how to play <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I, you know after a month-long hiatus um so i don't know it, it's good um I think it will be a good trade to pull the first volume. I think it'll be maybe only volume, (laughs) especially with back matter and stuff. I would like to see some like good juicy back matter in a, in a trade for this book. So I, I, I agree that there's almost no reason to start picking this book up now. That'd be, that'd be weird. It's absolutely trade weight, which I think in a way is James shooting himself in the foot. Hmm. Why would you announce that the book's going on hiatus so so uh, early. Do it. Do what Saga did. You wouldn't know until the the day. Yeah, should have yeah. waited. Absolutely should have waited. Because like you're pointing out, Tyler, now it's coloring the way that you're exactly. engaging yep. with the book. Yep. It's hard to get away from that. Yep. Yeah, with Saga, I'd be pissed. I'm like, oh, I didn't. If they're going on a um, season long hiatus for, uh, you know, and I only found out through the letters column in the back. But like. It didn't bother me the ne- the previous three issues, you know. Right. So I did it the right way, but I don't know. Substack uh, we, money, I guess, makes you makes you makes you do things. Yep. Or not do things. <laughs> the one one thing that felt a little one thing that felt very convenient was when they all touch the the symbols, and then it's like, what do we do now? Maybe we ask something. It's like, okay. Like I think that was my one critique of the script of like, okay, that was, that was very convenient. And I, I, I guess it makes sense because they've, they've just been asking things, but in that moment, that's the first thing for you to think about. 
when we've just blown up a door or tried to. I, I agree with that a lot. And one of the things that I think, you know, you can't really control given the format, but, um, or the medium rather, but if an, if this were a, a show or a movie and an actor could showcase the, 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 the process that got their brain to that point through their face, through their eyes to say, wait, maybe we should ask it something like to give that, to give it to that. Like, Oh, I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. The book, doesn't convey that and so it does almost feel like oh yeah well let's just ask it something like duh um so i i i see what you're saying yeah or maybe they should have given that realization to the pov character this issue yeah so we couldn't got some internal you know uh, roadmap to how they came to that decision but yeah i I agree with that um yeah so as for what happens i mean it feels like the the cast is getting to a place of laying out all their cards on the table. That's, that's kind of what this issue is about. And there are some, there's some friction because people have secrets and things like that. Um, Lots of just character stuff, which is all the books done. Um, It's all good. I really enjoy it. Um, The opening scene or the, the opening flashback where we get to see that Walter has always had these powers. Well, duh, we know that, but that also he can make them forget things yeah um that is most likely gonna matter that's later. a wrinkle yeah yeah uh so that was cool and i enjoyed the scene overall you know um i'm invested in the relationships between these characters even if i can't remember who the hell's who hopefully i don't offend anyone about what i'm about to say but i was confused between norm and nora i was like wait what like that that scene uh where you know um the one character, Reg, I guess, takes Norm away to have that conversation. I was like, wait, who the hell's Norm? And then a, a couple of pages later, I was like, oh, Norm is Nora. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know how there is a easy way of telling you that what their dead name was, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was in the same boat. I mean, I, I eventually got it, but like I was trying to come up with like, how do they unless somebody dead names them in a fit of anger or something, but that's kind of fucked up. Like, how do you do it otherwise? Like, how do you, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. I couldn't think of another way. So, but I, I agree. I always confused, but the, the thing that got me was the hair and the glasses. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's, that's who it is. Yeah. The, on the art front, um, it feels like there's like this, veneer over everything or a lot mm-hmm. of it and mm-hmm. i've i've loved that I, I don't know whatever he's doing from a texture perspective but that shit looks cool the the usage of colors in this um the first few pages you know outside of the the red but you have these like combinations of greens and blues and then you move into like right after the the splash page the title page uh these reds that transition into blues uh purples uh, the colors are just wild here and uh, absolutely absolutely loving the the way that they're being utilized and then from a paneling perspective the the bomb scene amazing that was so cool where it's just like panel then 10 panel 9 panel 8 so yeah. on and so forth and they get bigger until it takes over really really effective yeah um I just think that everything that they're that they have done 
everything that they've tried and by them i mean the creative team has really just worked um i mean even the even the like text only pages which you know we found super jarring and annoying at first i don't love them but i'm coming around to them and when it's purposeful like when we got to see the whiteboard i really liked that that was great that was cool oh wait wait. put put it back up yeah yeah Oh, that looks so good in print. Damn. I'm holding it up for you guys on YouTube. What'd you say, Marco? Can you repeat that? No, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm really bummed that it's going to be gone. And I'm very curious to see how the sales are for these remaining issues. So this one and, and the next one, now that we know it's going to be over, um, what are people going to feel about it, whether it's worth purchasing or not? As we said, we all kind of feel like you should just trade weight at this point. If you are reading Nice House, what do you think about that? Like, are you going to ride it out and buy the rest of the issues? And will you, do you think you'll remember to come back for it whenever it returns? Because for me personally, a lot of the time when a book goes on hiatus, I stop reading it. And it's not because I don't want to, it's just because I forget. You managed to stick through low. Didn't that go on like multiple hiatus? I hate it. You also like low a lot, so. Those were my favorite books, but to be honest, I fell off that too. It, mm, okay. I, I got I got back on the horse like when we were going to do the book club. Oh, okay, so yeah, so it happened. I haven't read an issue of Deadly Class in like a long time, and it's only because of that. It's mm. the only reason. So, um, yeah, that's it for our reviews. Let us know your thoughts about these books. We had a good time with them. My my book of the week. Uh, was definitely swamping. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of this issue, um, but I enjoyed every book we read and they were all fantastic, I thought. So really, really good week for comics. How about you yeah. guys? Um, book of the week. You can tell mine. If you're watching <laughs> the YouTube, what you should. Huh? You definitely That's should. Swamping. I was, I'm, I'm into the swamping run a lot. Something stuff's good. But... I like Nice House a lot. I really wow. like what's going on there. What? Look I at really this. like what's going on there. What? Marco, are, are you like turning on Swamp Thing now that we're all liking Swamp Thing? And it's like... It's like, not like, cool like, anymore. Yeah, it's not cool he, anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's definitely got those like contrarian vibes. Going <laughs> now. now people could be like, oh, yeah, you know, I like Sandman. Whatever Vertigo's putting on, I, I got to pick it up. I'm like, ugh. Wait. <laughs> you, you, guys- you like Sandman because of the Netflix show. <laughs> I, I don't mean to elongate this recording, but real quick, did you guys see that crazy tweet that that writer put out? I won't say their name about pe- men specifically only reading Swamp Thing because it makes them feel smart. <laughs> what? Oh, are you talking oh, about? Um, 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 let's not say the name, but yeah. No, she was totally just busting people's balls. Do you know her? I know who it is, but yeah. She does that constantly. Mm. She's just a ball buster. That seemed like a real take, my man. So Matt, Matt interviewed. It was um, I'll, uh, it's um, shit. I'll, I'll name her. What, uh, um, shit. She did uh the Grindhouse books that I really. I'll liked. name her. Proceeds to not know her name. Yeah. <laughs> Marco, help me out here. I don't. I I, I don't know. Okay, hold on, I, hold I, I thought hold on. I thought we were talking about somebody else. It's Alex DeCampi, all right? Oh, yeah, DeCampi. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, Notorious Ball Buster. Uh, Matt uh, interviewed her for the, uh, the, the, the site that shall not be named. 
Uh, but she made like a school shooting joke during. It. <laughs> That's um, nuts. Yeah, she. There's no filter, and I, I enjoy her because of that. And, and I thought I thought she got exactly the reaction she wanted. So why'd she tweet and delete? I don't know, man. Oh, she deleted it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. She deleted it. It was up for a while. So yeah. I feel like uh, her and um uh, um. Uh, Ramon, uh, he did. He's uh, he's a real shitter on it. On, on, on Twitter, too. Yeah, he's like they're like they're just playing some comic book heel work there. If you say so. Uh, what I say <laughs> is that my one of my picks for next week is definitely Strange Adventures number 12. Ooh, oh, yeah, okay. yes, yep, that's it. <laughs> am I am I allowed to say that I'm I'm still excited for the end of Immortal Hulk? Yeah, <laughs> like I know fuck fuck Joe Bennett, like seriously. But Immortal Hulk has been consistently one of the best books Marvel's been putting out, and it's finally ending next week with number fifty. I'm bummed it's ending. Um, I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. I'm ready to see what Al Ewing can do with Venom, and I'm ready to see what uh what uh Donnie Cates will do with Hulk and Otley Otley on Hulk. Oof, that's gonna be that's, crazy. And that's gonna be good. Yeah, um, and then Strange Adventures is what I'm, I'm hyped for. Uh, and uh, Kazar, um, the new Goodness Kazar book, guy. I read it, I finally got to it. Uh, Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, number two. It's weird, it's him coming to terms with the, the Savage Land kind of being a part of his body, and he's getting these new powers where it's almost like Animal Man, where he can just inhabit parts of the Savage Land, mm-hmm. like he just runs like a mammoth, and he's like, Yo, how did I just do that? And his son is involved, like some like technological stuff they're trying to take over the set it's really fun stuff and it's gorgeous it's real good stuff that sounds really good i'm not gonna lie i think that when this is done as like a trade this would be like a good like stocking stuff for trade so um, hmm. art by uh herman garcia very good stuff it's kind of got kind of got like a watercolory look to it too Ooh. um almost like a peach momoko sort of sort of feel Ooh. not as not as manga influenced it's a little more european but uh it's got a feel of that as well I think you'd like it, Marco. There's no, there's no knowledge to anything. You know, the Savage Land exists. That's all that matters. All right. Try to pick it up. Cool. That's going to do it for us here uh, this week on our review special. Make sure that you guys are listening to our main show every single week. It drops Mondays. Come check that out. Uh, we are unfortunately sans Tyler. Uh, but... We have a lot of fun over there anyways. Uh, we're talking about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. Uh, if you want to hear our thoughts about what if the finale is out, it really is over this time. That's a Comics Pals promise. It's not from Pete, so that's how you know you can trust it. Uh, it was a great we, episode that we recorded. It's great. <laughs> we talk about that, so check that out as well. If you want our thoughts about this week's image books, uh, you can go on over and listen to our thoughts about Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, the new Rick Remender book catch up with us every single week here where we're reviewing all your favorite books. And if you want to interact with us, uh, hit us up at the comics pals at gmail.com. Get us on social at the comics pals, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Leave us a comment over there. Subscribe for free, like the video, share it with your friends. All that stuff's free to do. And it helps out a lot more than it costs you. If you want to hear your comments right on the air, listen to our main show. That's where we do all that. Last but not least, come join our discord server. We're always having a great time over there talking about whatever the hell's happening. Um, can't think of any fun interactions we had this week. <laughs> really selling it there, Sean. <laughs> well, I thought you guys would help me out, considering you are the representative weebs. 
Uh, not me. Not me. You're in the channel, though, aren't you? No, I actually have that one muted. Sorry. Okay, cool. So you and I are on the same page. Yeah, we're, we're in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do hop onto that channel, you're going to see a uh, spoilered image and uh, click through, I guess. The last image I saw on that uh, page made me forever mute it. So I think it was Chainsaw Man. Uh, you saw some Chainsaw Man panels, I think, and then no, it made you but- mute it. But see, this is Berserk. This is high quality art. This is the, I. I'd suggest you you click on on the image. Berserk there. do look good. It it Berserk. do be looking good. It do yeah. be looking good. All right. Well, you know what? Before we dive down into that rabbit hole, I'm gonna end this now. So uh, for Tyler and Marco, I'm Sean saying, take care, guys. We'll see you next week. See you, bye. Bye.